Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. My name is Jill Annable. I'm with my friend and colleague, Colleen McCoy-Sika. Hi, Colleen. Hi, Jill. How are you today? I'm good. I got a question for you. I am wondering... I know you have an English teacher background, but I'm wondering if you, and you are an author, but I'm wondering if you do any creative writing. Do you ever write poetry or songs or did you ever do that as a kid? I did. I did most. Yes. For most of my life, I have, I have books and books. I have journals. I have stacks of journals Ah. from my teenage years that every once in a while I bring them to the fire pit to burn them. And then I like, (laughs) can't do it. No, you got to keep them. Oh, and I have them written in a secret language too. So I have a secret language that my journals are written in. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. That's not the, that's not the answer. I thought you were going to be like, (laughs) eh, not really. I just write for teachers. I I used to write stories. I used to write poetry, tons and tons. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Then you might have some experience with this one. So this idea comes from Jennifer Lanuski. She is actually the principal now at Corpus Christi Catholic school in Holland, Michigan. And this is about writing prayer. So as an English teacher in a Catholic school, She would have her students, you know, you pray when you are in a secondary school, and I don't know if your experience is this, but you pray every hour. So the bell rings, you sit down, someone leads a prayer, and then you start class. Well, Mm -hmm. as the English teacher, she decided instead of the students just taking turns to lead prayer, they would write prayer, turn it in for a, a small grade, and it would just be part of what they're doing, right? So Throughout um, this time of students writing prayers, she was starting to realize some of them very natural at this. Others, other students struggled with having that conversation with God because we're talking about spontaneous prayer written down, sometimes a poem, sometimes connected to the Beatitudes, sometimes it's a prayer of adoration, sometimes it's a prayer of intercession. Sometimes it had to be connected to a global viewpoint or the school's core values or completely free verse or whatever. So a little bit of parameters. They had to sign up once a quarter to write a prayer, use that prayer for class prayer, and then went about their day in English class. So, I mean, you're putting kids on the spot to write, Yep. Mm -hmm. but let me tell you a benefit that she was talking about. So instead of just having kids lead a Hail Mary and move on. You now have a kid thinking through the day they signed up for maybe three weeks from now, they had to think through what they wanted to pray about and write it down. So they're probably praying when they do that. So you're writing the first draft and praying, then you're going back to revise it and praying again. And then you're probably asking your mom or someone to help you like, Hey, edit my poem with me. Okay. You're praying again. Now with your mom, you might have your teacher look at it for a second to see if it's on the right track. So now you're praying with your teacher, (laughs) then you're praying and leading the class, then you're turning it in. And now the teacher is as they're grading also praying. I don't know. I think she's onto something. What do you think Colleen? I think it's a great exercise because of course there are so many different ways to pray. And actually the school where, um, 
one of the schools that I used to work in, the freshmen during their freshman seminar class, one of the skills that they needed to master was spontaneous prayer. Uh-huh. So they would this have is to get it. up. This is it. Right. Okay. But they would have to get up and lead prayer and speak it, which is something mm-hmm. I have to tell you, like I didn't master that until well into adulthood. Mm-hmm. So no one ever made me stand up in front of the class and like I now sure but uh as a teenager no way so i appreciate that at you know asking teenagers to prepare something because they mm-hmm. i i think for the most part they're probably more comfortable being able to do that when they have something prepared and it's mm-hmm. something that's you know meaningful and it's measured and it's been looked at and you know because there's a little there's a level of self-consciousness there there's vulnerability when you're praying in front of people so mm-hmm. I love the exercise of it. There's revision. So we can, we can talk the writing process Mm -hmm, (laughs) for this prayer mm -hmm. exercise too, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, giving them the opportunity to pray in that particular way, because there are so many different ways to pray. Mm -hmm. I like it. Well, and, and I think it also builds community because now you are okay. So some students are going to come, are going to jump up there and share something kind of tough. I mean, yep. right. You give some kids the mic and they're like, Ooh, you're praying about something. I didn't even know what was going on with you or your family or something you worried about that we didn't even know about, or they're praying for each other, you know, right. So they, it might be yeah. about the rest of the class. So you're building community in a way that is authentic for those who want to take a leap. But, you know, a safety net. So assuming what, what rubric she used or which criteria she used, it, it could be, it could be that easy grade. It could be that, Hey, you know, that's one more time a student is sharing out loud. Maybe it can be really personal, but maybe it doesn't have to be. And so I think depending on those parameters, she's building in another opportunity for leadership and prayer community. And I, and I also think this could happen in different grade levels. Like, I wonder, I wonder what this would look like if you were early elementary, right? Yeah. Like it'd be, it'd be kind of fun. It'd be t- it would look totally different. But yeah. if you had students each taken a, bring in a picture that they wanted to pray about or something, if, if each student took mm-hmm. a turn to uh-huh. lead prayer after it's been modeled for them over and over again, I, I don't know. We're, I think we're building a skill set in, in kids that sometimes we assume they're not ready for, but if we don't try it, how will we know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Start, start the stuff when they're little, 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 I'm a big proponent of that. Okay. So hold on a second. Let me go back though, because you said the word rubric and what that made me think was, so does this then become an exercise? And you started the question that you started with was <laughs> about creative writing. So is this a creative exercise or is this a measured exercise? And if there is a rubric, um, what is being measured? So is the prayer that we're writing this week about, does it need to be linked to Catholic social teaching? And then which tenant is it linked to? Mm -hmm. But is it linked to... a beatitude, as you said, is it linked to a, you know, current event in the church? Like, so, and does that take away the spontaneity of it? Does that take away the personalization of it? What do you think of that? So in grading, that's tricky. Well, grading in English class is always tricky, right? Cause their students <laughs> are training in creative writing, but it still needs some parameters or else what yep. are you measuring? Otherwise you're mm-hmm. just giving feedback to writers all the time. Right. Yep. So I think it would take a while. It'd take a couple rounds to figure out where is the bar. You know, I think, right. Like first time you do this, you're not really sure what you're aiming for. So it's probably just the sake. If it was me, it would be the sake of just trying it, but then you'd begin to see and analyze each other's. You could pull up some strong ones and say, wow, this is really vulnerable. So maybe, maybe some of the, some of it, maybe it's some of its non uh, conventional measures of took a risk or shared something or tried a new format of prayer or 
I don't know, included verse. Like imagine if you, mm. you know, mm-hmm. we teach how to quote, right? So yeah. maybe, yep. maybe it's finding a, a saint's intercession. I mean, it could be, it could be one of those checklist kind of rubrics. Like you need to try yeah. something new and these are the different things we're going to try each marking period. I don't think this is a bad thing to, uh, to put points on. I don't know if we agree on this, Colleen, but I think you can, no, no, no. they write kids write all the time. They write personal memoirs and we grade them and there's they go to types theology of- class and they, they get grades. I mean, I would put a grade. Yeah, on I suppose. Right. And you, you can't put a grade on, well, your faith just isn't quite deep enough. So I think I'm gonna have to downgrade you there. Right. Like you can't right? <laughs> so rubric. parameters. Yeah. I think a rubric <laughs> would save you from accidentally assuming. Yeah. A student isn't deep enough, maybe, but what I was going to say was, you know, there's, you know, different types of poetry. So it's not always following the, the form. So we're mm-hmm. grading on the form of it and we're not grading, you know, necessarily on the, on the depth of the message of mm-hmm. the poem. Right. So, right. Right. <laughs> you for, prayed for harder than you did. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, she prayed for curve. a more meaningful thing than, than you did. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think that's going to work. No, but. I don't think so. That's not going to work. And that is the bell. That's the bell. Awesome. That's awesome conversation. I know. So there are always more ideas than we have time to celebrate, but we are certainly going to try to do our best with those because we drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year. You can send us your ideas and you can share that love with your fellow teachers. You can send those to catholicteacherslounge.com. The Catholic Teachers Lounge is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. See you next time.